0: Hey, let's talk about you, the ID10T community events at ID10T.com, like Russ Stevens, a.k.a. Cool Movies Darth, who has started a podcast called 90 for Chill. Uh, which Russ says is dedicated to movies with a runtime between 74 and 99 minutes, the time frame that I feel is ideal. Russ, I could not agree with you more. That is a fantastic idea. Uh, Russ goes on to say, There are times you need a cinematic fix but don't have time for the latest Scorsese masterpiece or offering from a comic book universe. There's also times when you know you need a conclusion to prevent a binge costing you a whole night. My um, guests and I try to follow these guidelines as we chat up features that are definitely worth your time and are beyond easy to make time for. 90 for Chill, the podcast, can be found on all major podcast platforms at 94chill.com. And that's spelling out 90, uh, N-I-N-E-T-Y, 4-F-O-R, chill. Um, so there you go. Thank you so much for sharing, Russ. A uh, really great idea for a podcast. Events at ID10T.com for everyone else.
1: This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man.
0: (laughs) Boy!
1: 90 for Chill, the podcast, proudly presents to you Ally's Accessories Shop on Etsy's Trash Feature Review.
0: Second, need to talk to you. You won from me. All Michael wanted to do was to fit in. You don't know how much I've been through in my life,
1: Jinger. From the time I've been kicked on, pushed on, spit on,
0: bullied, you have no idea. But when he realized that it would never happen... <laughs> Well, leave Jade alone, I swear. He turned to the one thing he knew could even the score. A badass mofo from the horror hood known as Killjoy. You are in great danger. Only the love of a young woman can destroy the evil in the heart.
1: just endured killjoy from 2000 part of the 12 movie full moon pictures dvd set uh Allie got me which features nine puppet masters and the two sequels to this piece of garbage uh, so it's really kind of insulting that charles Band, i think wanted to put his name in, onto this yes it probably cost less than fifty thousand dollars to make and yeah, that's not necessarily a crime. It's actually going to make me rewatch movies that I kind of got me into the idea of doing uh, low budget cinema, hence Main Event of the Dead, my zombie comedy. Um, so, yeah, I got to watch those. Maybe I was just perhaps too drunk, I guess. Those are back at the drunken zombie double features. So. Maybe I was just a little more, just having fun with an audience. So uh, I guess that's homework for this week. But this film is about a boy, teen, I don't know, ages are pretty weird in this one. Uh, Michael, who is infatuated with the girlfriend of a gang leader, Jada, is the girlfriend. I think Lorenzo is the gang leader. And after getting beaten down by them, the gang, he decides that he's going to use black magic to bring a vengeful spirit alive, or at least back to this realm via a clown doll. Unfortunately for him, he is murdered before the clown can arrive. And, a year later, the clown is going to fulfill his quest for vengeance and try to get Michael back together with Jada. So the acting is is not good. I'm not gonna say it's below community theater, but um I mean I guess you just gotta say there's no there's nothing funny about the script, so and that's just it nothing nothing good to work with so i'm not going to blame the actors uh the special effects are all done in post meaning computers in the year 2000 so obviously that is going to look like garbage and there's not even like this is a full moon feature you know we need some genuine uh, practical gore or something really clever. And this is an evil bong with Tommy Chong. Um, where they at least build things. This story could have been done without the first 20-25 minutes. It's a 72-minute movie. And so, yeah. A 50-minute movie of just... I mean, it's like... Just... Oh, I mean, geez, Yeah, I'm trying to be not so judgmental about it. Um, I guess, you know, you can appreciate the effort, especially since this is an all black cast um, to try to create something. And I'm sure a lot of friends got around our director and helped make this happen. So I guess you have to admire the fact that they at least got it done, but Again, there's no cool gore effects at all. Everything like guy gets hit by a truck, you don't see a truck hitting a guy. Uh guy gets set on fire. Well, they just let the flames, CG flames like PlayStation level CG flames just go over him. You don't see any um burning or anything like that. Um this is the first time, I guess, the... I mean, I know I've enjoyed some movies where all the gunshots are done in post. This one doesn't work. It, it's an insult to the Rambo scene from UHF. So it's just, uh, like, the moment you see the, the doll summoning fe- sequence... And again, nothing real special about that. You know you've just gone and you're just going to end up wasting your time with this uh, feature. It's, yeah. Um, I mean, and I'm, I'm trying, and honestly, you're just spending, like, okay, it's low budget. I mean, I want to do a low budget movie, um, and I should say no budget movie, and you just want to find something to like about the feature, but the humor is non-existent. As I say, the violence is unconvincing. And there's just nothing to scream great horror with this feature. So, uh, I guess, yes, i got to watch a movie, Zombie Apocalypse, uh, to see if I am being too harsh on this feature. Um, you know, my worst fear is it might be a cultural thing. Oh, some kids who filmed the, some yuppies who filmed a movie in Michigan versus um, guys who may have just shot this as a college film. You know, it's it's just, oh. Yeah, not how I wanted to end my night, and at least I know that I'm not going to have to revisit this any of the sequels, unless Terrifier inspires me, but... You know, I'm not rushing to see that one. Not because of the the gore or anything. It's just like, eh, you know, it's really just selling itself on a killer clown. And maybe I'm, maybe you're just not going to beat the Kyoto Brothers. Little hands says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. Thank you for checking out 90 for Chill, the podcast with Russ. This is your host, Russ, and I hope the past 10 minutes kind of gave you a vibe about what this episode is going to be about. So going through Ali's Accessory Shop on Etsy's Trash Feature Review DVD stack, I got through the H, the I, the J, and I figured, okay, well... Based on my marathon concept, if this was a movie theater, you know, my 6, 8, 10, and midnight show, hopefully the K movie will be a good midnight show, and it absolutely is not. I'm going to get back to that because I have been communicating with Allie in regards to getting a podcast together, so we will have a marathon episode uh, doing G, H, and I. This episode will be about... Just my frustration with low-budget or no-budget movies, I suppose. Inspired by the cinema snob Brad Jones at QuadCon in Peoria last weekend, I decided to give Shocking Dark, officially known as Terminator 2 on IMDb, an Italian exploitation movie a go, And, oh, that further uh, feeded into my frustration. To counter that, I'm going to offer a couple of movies that should show you that just because something's low budget doesn't mean it has to be bad, I suppose, is what I'm getting at. Killjoy really was a kick in the dick when it came to uh, how awful it was. And I just had to make sure that the low budget movies that I kind of got into and are Inspired me to write my screenplay, Main Event of the Dead, a pro wrestling zombie comedy. Ask for a treatment uh, via my email, bus 7 at gmail.com. That's r-u-s-s-t-h-e-b-u-s-07 at gmail.com. I'll be happy to send you a treatment. Otherwise, I'm so I just really needed to make sure I know that it's okay to like some low budget and not all low budget. And that's what this episode will be about. Next week, though, I should have a guest on the show, and we're going to cover a, ironically, I should say, a Charles Band Classic. Again, it it also tells you that, you know, some producers are just out to produce content, and they really could care less about the quality as long as they can get a quick buck. That feature that'll be discussed, you can go to 90forchill.blogspot.com. And you can find that movie review there. I'm happy to revisit this one. So there are some classics in there. So that's what the episode will be about this week. If you want to be a guest on the show, I'll just run down things. I'm going to be at Fan Expo in Rosemont the uh, weekend of the 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th. So I am going to have coverage of that convention so don't expect a new episode or an episode with a guest. If, you if you're want if you at Fan Expo, though, I'd be happy to have you on in the show. We'll figure something out and record a podcast right there. But I digress. That means the 15th episode's been taken. So, you know, if we can get a guest on the show for the 22nd or the 29th at the latest, I think I'm doing pretty well. If you want to be that guest, again, email rustthebus 7 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-0-7 at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter at CatBusRuss. We're not going to call it X. And you could also follow me, preferably, though, on Mastodon. My username there is Stevens. I'm sorry, back up. Yes, I know, this is probably the biggest detractor from Mastodon. But my username there is at Stevens at Mastodon dot Social that's Stevens S T E V E N S, and go from there. Just offer me a movie, a theme, a director, an actor. Try to focus on sub 100 minute movies, but I can make anything work if you're willing to put the work in too. So, thanks for checking out 90 for Chill the podcast. And before I go, since this is just going to be another more reviews, let me go and thank Stacia Harden for keeping an eye on me, especially after the uh, trivia dehydration yesterday i was at um, the tournament of champion for free pub trivia or what do you know trivia in chicago and you know 52 hour week in a retail setting too many people going through the doors it's like you know that's what happens when you're or what your parents mean by are you trying to air condition the entire neighborhood i'm recovered from that and Thanks for keeping an eye on me there, Stacia. And I hope uh, Skimble is amusing you enough up there, too, the one-eared angel. Thanks again for coming to the 90 Chill, the podcast. Rate and subscribe on your favorite apps, five stars preferably. And be as honest as you want with your text. On to the show.
0: They thought they were fighting only against aliens. Steak. Shocking dark.
1: And I've just concluded Bruno Mattei's Shocking Dark, officially known as Terminator 2. It's an Italian exploitation science fiction film which tries to combine aliens and Terminator. And it does not do well and it's kind of sad because there's a lot of ideas that i could think may have been used in other movies um like there's a concept of a mutant pathogen that can change somebody if inhaled and it's like well that's kind of like alien covenant and well that's one thing that just comes to immediate mind but a lot of set pieces which i think could have been used used uh in other other works so i'm not saying it's a total waste of time but you got a great setup to start and then once they get to okay we've discovered the evils of the corporation it turns into a entirely heartless take on aliens and it's just downright insulting i mean they are ripping dialogue off from the feature and not convincingly the actress who I think this is her only credit who plays the um, Ripley uh, placeholder is just um, bland they replace Newt with a girl who's way too old to be convincing as a child and as they say they rip off entire dialogue sequences And it kind of. And then you. And then. I mean. And it. Without the budget of. Aliens. They even just try shoehorning things in. Like when a. Robot gets electrocuted. Oh, somehow that knocks our girl off. Into a slide situation. And gets captured by aliens. Like. As I say. They pretty much rip the dialogue straight up. Try imagining doing the. Uh, meta bay scene in aliens without facehuggers it doesn't work it doesn't make sense like there's a continuity credit in this in the film's uh credits and no there is none to be claimed and then at by the end it's kind of funny when they introduce the terminator element there's a great <laughs> just a laughable bit where he's loses a round in this battle to a fire extinguisher professional wrestling style. And I'll leave it at that. Not the sadness style. If you've uh, listened to that podcast, Gregory Carl, Um, and then time travel suddenly gets thrown in there. So it's, so as I say for the ending, that's kind of just fun and stupid, but there's no heart in the middle of it and no conviction in the acting uh, direction is pretty sloppy as well. I mean, even for Bruno Mattei. So yeah, I've got, went to this one because, uh, my conversation with Brad Jones, cinema snob at, um, Qu- quad con in Peoria. And I don't know, I might have to watch his, uh, cinema snob just to see if there's anything, any way to make some, uh, to have fun recollection of this experience. Because, yeah, again, aside from some, well, this could be interesting and may have been ripped from this movie bits, it's just, again, heartless. That's the worst kind of cinema, is that without a heart. And with exploitation cinema, if you're not going to... Basically, it goes back to this. If you're not really going to put your own spin on the... Uh, stuff you're ripping off, then you're just wasting time. Like, Zombie, uh, Lucio's Fulci's probably most well-known feature. Like, yeah, it's a zombie movie on on um, in a desert island, which is trying to be the sequel to uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead since um, the official title of the Italian feature is Zombie 2. Zombie was Dawn of the Dead, the Argento cut. and But, you know, it doesn't really do any... It doesn't say, oh, this is definitely Dawn of the Dead all o- over again. We get a shark versus a zombie. Never mind the gore. That is something that could have saved this movie if you just would have gone and give us some credible kills, credible makeup effects... And it's just not there. And dare I say. uh, From my other Bruno Mattei experience. Which would be. The Women Prison Massacre films. Which I got as a door prize. At a drunken zombie event. There's just nothing. Visually appealing. To his features. Except maybe Rat. When you discuss Rat Night of Terror. Which uh, the cinema snob. And I did talk about, about as well. So definitely not worth your time. If even if you have to see what Terminator and Aliens, if combined, could be. Hello there. Pardon the interruption, and let me apologize if the audio on the shocking dark trailer was a little weak. I just caught that I may have had it audacity set to record from the microphone instead of the computer itself, yada, yada, yada. But I'd also like to uh, let you know that uh, it will be an MCU next Tuesday. I'm looking for that movie, but it's currently only available on Stars, And I wasn't able to find a used copy. But, you know, on the brighter side, I did find a used copy of Stone Cold with Brian Botsworth so, and Lance Henriksen. So I'll get around to that at some point as well. So uh, that's all I really got to add. And back to the show.
0: Agent the man who could find it. Until- Dwight Miller Miller has escaped. All you had to do was terminate him, and you (laughs) failed. Not only did Dwight Miller escape from your custody multiple times, but in your last encounter you saw it fit to reach your security clearance level and utilize multiple unauthorized test subjects to aid in his capture. You have a choice to make. Either you die here, or you kill Miller. Let's party. They eat the flesh of the living. It spreads. You're not gonna become one of them, okay? No! We're needs to need some help, right? Wait! And then we got to the zombies. Now let's get the. Oh!
1: And I've just revisited Zombie Apocalypse from 2010, not the Zombie Apocalypse with Ving Rhames, which was, I guess, sci-fi's attempt. Probably Asylum was involved to capitalize on his appearance in Dawn of the Dead 2004, which I wasn't really a fan of, but I digress. And again, I watched this feature pretty much because it's like, well, I really despise Killjoy. And, you know, it's all really embattled. Uh, what kind of script you're working with. And I'm not saying there's much script this one. It's a zombie apocalypse in Michigan and two college guys run into the kind of survivalist and are just looking to stay alive. And um, I mean, it's silly. And this movie really appreciates the silliness. It's pretty much the project of ryan thompson if you watch the ch- credits he's more than just the editor director producer uh, he's in every element of it so uh, a lot of heart on his behalf which i have to appreciate uh, it is as i say it knows it's silly and rolls with it um there's moments where you think well you know that could be dramatic if handled with better actors But it's also part of the cliches of a zombie script. So it's more of an ode to the genre, I suppose, than, say, Killjoy, which is just trying to say, oh, clowns are scary, black people need horror, let's roll with that. There's just no nothing to get invested with. There's no adventure for our characters. It's like, all right, let's put them up against a clown right away, and... Unlike the, that, that movie, our heroes actually fight. Uh, there's decent choreography for definitely somebody who shouldn't be directing action sequences in this feature. And uh, a lot more effort to, I mean, it's got a larger cast. It's not just something that's like, all right, let's just capitalize on a genre that's untouched. And do it simple with a killer clown. Which, you know, back up. Killjoy, the performance isn't that bad. But everything else around it is just plain bland. The We're trying to make a bunch of college sophomores into heroes. And I think that's what makes it a fun movie. Um, the direction is a hell of a lot better. There's actual attempts at trying to incorporate, at, you know, the action that you can't afford to really do into... Well, as I say, with the uh, Killjoy movie, you had, like, oh, this guy's going to get hit with a car, and we're not really going to show you any of that. They at least try to make the cuts to make it work out. And there's a lot of fun, like, odes to, um, po- low, I mean, just... Roger Corman-style cinema, like, before our final battle, every one of these henchmen who are not—well, henchmen or soldiers who are going to defend this compound, get their own little um, video game animatic, I suppose you'd say. As I say, it's live-action, obviously they didn't afford animation at, a, at any state, but, you know, they get to set themselves up like they're prepping for a fight in Street Fighter, or— the intro to any fight in the modern Mortal Kombat games. So it's very tongue-in-cheek. They know they aren't um, going to make a masterpiece, but they're going to have fun with it, and that's just something you don't get out of the Killjoy feature. It's like, again, it's trying to capitalize on something that might not even be there in that case. Well, this was something I saw and was inspired by from a drunken zombie double feature in Peoria. So, really appreciate this movie. It's got the right kind of spirit. It just didn't have the Evil Dead budget. So, I suppose you could go and should have gone and sat on it and kept working to get that money. But, that's the difference between... Uh, I think it's University of Michigan people and people from Michigan State University I guess my dad would appreciate that
0: my name is Angela and I'm mortally challenged I think you need a hug oh no that's okay no no that's that's fine really how do you like being a zombie don't use that word that's what I am Undead and proud. I think it sucks. What you been eating? I used to be a vegetarian. A zombie vegetarian. That's funny. But you did start eating meat. Told you about my ex-girlfriend Angela, right? She's one of them. She's a zombie? Everybody's out there fighting for the rights of these dumb rotten corpses. It's on our side, man. Stay out of our neighborhood. Man, if they let us in their army, that's it. Full-time zombie hunters, Man. I met Mel and the twins here, okay? And they introduced me to a whole new way of thinking. You're a zombie! Now start acting like one and rip her butts out! When the Commandant put together this whole army. I want to be a part of it. I need men in my army, not a bunch of frat boys. How can you win against an army of the dead? We are his disciples, risen from the dead, like Jesus himself. The original zombie. is which side are you going to be? just gets way too
1: funky down there for me. And I've just concluded watching, or should I say re-watching, uh, Last Rise of the Dead. I remember it being on Netflix back 11 years ago as Zombies Anonymous, so I was expecting more of a comedy then, and I thought it have. maybe I thought it had a better sense of humor, and there's some great subtle jokes in there, but it's really another message about basically at least americans and probably the rest of the world are always looking for someone to put themselves above and this feature when you die you just continue living people are trying to continue their lives with their jobs despite their decomposing so putting off other co-workers and you have little vigilante groups against the zombies who just want to prove their superiority. And of course you have the issue that, well, if nobody's dying, you know, how is society going to continue? So it looks a lot more at those questions than being a, a horror feature, I would say. Now the gore is great, especially for the low budget. The violence is... On point as best you can do for uh, th- for the budget. I would say that you know, only thing I can really complain about it is that we actually still do racist things when the entire point is that we're supposed to be racist towards the zombies. But hey, let's go and accuse a African American character of the worst things we expect of them just for a bit, which is totally unnecessary. So I'm not gonna get great acting. Pretty much a lot of why couldn't they have made it the scary movie type uh, performances but there is some subtle humor still in there every now and then and it just keeps you interesting the narrative's worth it if you are a fan of the zombie genre
0: can i hear a wahoo